Welcome to A Word for the Wilderness. We pray that this episode will bring to you a word of encouragement as you walk through the wilderness of life. May your spirits be lifted and your souls fed as God's Word is proclaimed today. Now, here's your hosts, Joe Motes and Jonathan Bosby. Well, hello, folks, and welcome to another episode of A Word for the Wilderness. Thank you so much for tuning in again today, and I hope this episode finds you doing well. It is Saturday, and so maybe you're out busy uh, soul-winning, bus-calling. Uh, maybe you're maybe you're going shopping, and if you are, well, I'll just send you my list of things that I, I'm in need of right now. I, I'd like some new clothes from Jose Bank. Mm. I'd like some, uh, well, I'd like some, what would you like, Emery? Man, you know what? I could go for uh, a few extra ties right yeah, about now. You yeah. can never have too much ties. You know, I, I, when I go to my room, I'm standing in like a three-foot pile of ties. But <laughs> I still think you can never have too much never. ties. Well, as you've already noticed, we've got a special guest hey, in everyone. the studio today. How's it going? If you don't recognize his voice, replay this episode back to the beginning. And that wonderful, I mm. mean, really Why, good, deep radio voice that you hear at the beginning. Thank you. Do that for Can us I, right now. I, I want, yeah, just I want a little hear. something. Yeah, go right. ahead. Go ahead. Welcome to A Word for the Wilderness. Oh, yeah. man, that's great. That just stirs me up. This program mm. has been brought to you by Brute and Snuff. <laughs> see, I, I don't got it. I ain't got it at all. Well, we're excited to see what God's going to do with this episode today, and we're just gonna we're just going to hit the ground running. Mm. And yeah, uh, we're excited about this episode. And we're excited about the truth that we're going to discover today at, at, uh, at the beginning of January, the first episode there of this month, first episode of this year, we launched a new series called Old Truths for a New Year. And the Amen. year may be new, but the truths found in God's Word, they're old, but they are still applicable today. And we've just been really just going in the mind of mind of God's Word, and we've been rediscovering and digging up some old truths. We've known the, Emory, we've known these things yes, since we was kids. Yes, sir. I mean, we've known these things since the nursery, children's church, Sunday school, hmm. all these truths we know about, but we're going to go back and we're going to re- rediscover these things and, you know, see what God has for us today. And for two weeks in a row, I know, I'm sorry, you, you, you folks have been depressed. I can't even imagine. For two weeks in a row, you've heard my voice, and I'm sorry about that, but today, I mean, we've got two Ooh, guests. Yes. We, we, I mean, we got two oh, voices yes. in, in, in the studio today. And Jonathan's sitting over there. Oh, come on. Let me pass this over your way, brother. He's excited. I don't know why he's so excited, but he's just got a big smile on his face. <laughs> hey, it's 2022. Well, how about that, And brother? we're all together. That's, that's, and that's okay. Yeah. <clears throat> you did two great episodes. Well, not even that. kidding. was good. Uh, the messages were good. And. It's good to see you off the side of the street begging for money, brother. Well, <laughs> well, I, I had to do that, folks, because before he left Santa Clara, he had been to Chick-fil-A a thousand times, and, well, and he did not pay them. I had to pay it off. Yeah, that's... And that's, I had to pay it off because the Bible says, you know, you got to pay off all, all the money that you've taken. Yeah. So I... I have to pay it off. Subject of what the Bible says, how about the Bible says also not to speak evil of your brother? I mean, we could, we could hit that too. Hey, hey, the Bible Uh, says uh, uh, John the Baptist called out sin. Good. You call out sin, no matter who it is. Calling out your sin right now, sin. Hey, 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 you. (laughs) Just go back to Georgia. You don't belong Fine. here. All right. I, I'm kidding, Joe. I'm kidding. I mean, I mean, I, I'm happy that he's here. Um, I'm happy to be here. Um, it's good to see you, brother Jonathan. Good to see you too. God bless you, brother. God bless you too. And after that um, <clears throat> online episode, which went great, 
And oh I, yeah, the... I, we thank everybody for wow, yeah, helping us do it and being there and watching at that moment or later. And people who participated yep. was great. And the other reason why I'm really happy is Dr. Emery Fuller, yeah, campus legend. <laughs> Uh, well, I, we were at we were at Chili's the other day, and I was telling him, "Hey, if I ever need a logical advice, mm. I'd go to him." I would too. He he's just he's just amazing. Yep. And uh, thank you so much for being here with us. And <laughs> he forgot what to say after. Welcome to a word for the wilderness. <laughs> yeah, he he forgot it. about it. It's true. It's true. it's been a while. Yeah. yeah. I mean, y'all y'all have been at this for a while, and I, I know I've been enjoying it personally. And I want to thank you guys for having me on. Oh, and. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to to hear this. Man. He he Joe, he makes good videos. He really does. He he made a video uh, uh our freshman first yeah, semester. Your second that. semester and my first semester. Yeah. By yeah. the way, today was the day I landed in America a year ago. Wow. Yes, sir. Well, how about one that, year? Man. One year. I, I can't believe one year just flew away. It's too and bad. the friends I've made and and you know, yeah, he said it's too bad. Nah, yeah. I'm hey. kidding. You, you don't get it, man. You well, just fine. don't get it. Whatever. I mean, he, he's he, he's not from America. He, he's from the South. I mean, I mean, I, I'm I'm kidding about it. Well, yeah, that didn't make sense. You, I, sometimes I I talk something I don't make sense, man. You, you know it. Well, anyhow, it's rare. Was, <laughs> <laughs> Joe speaks nonsense all the time. I I know That's that. True, anyhow, uh, my, can I say one thing real quick? Oh, go ahead, brother. You know, listening. You could you could probably start to think that they almost sound like a, like a fighting couple. But you know, seeing it in person, it is just no, not not like that. Y'all argue, you two argue. It's so funny. You two argue just like you know, best of friends, or like you argue like you've known each other your whole lives, and it's crazy. Well, we've we've known each other for less than a year, man. That's less than a year. I was born in 1997. Joe was born in 1897. <laughs> <laughs> I remember those days, brother. It was good. It was yeah, good back the, in the day. Those days when, you know, <laughs> the Wright brothers, they did not have the airplanes. <laughs> he, he looked at the airplane fly at San Jose Airport, and he said, man, man, the Wright brothers were good. I said, man, yes, the Wright brothers did it right. They sure did. They sure did. Right. Back in Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. Yeah. Hey, man, North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> That's what well, happened, brother. Well, guys, Emery Fuller made a video. Yeah. The first second semester of the freshman. He came up and he planned he planned everything. He said, Jonathan, we're gonna do this video. And, and you know, it's about it's about it's about getting a girl. Well. And uh, and I and there were two guys going for the same girl. Mm. And uh, the girl was pretty taller than me though. <laughs> Well, <laughs> so he came. He <laughs> he came up to me and he told that Joe. <clears throat> after he told what we're gonna do, the first question that I asked yeah. him was, "Hey, who this. is getting the girl?" Yep. I, I know it's a. I know it's a, it's just a video, but who is getting the girl? It's important. He's, I told him if I'm not getting the girl, I'm not doing it. Yeah. And I was serious about it. Yeah, you were. And, I, and then he said, "Yeah, you're you're getting the girl." I said, "Well." I, I folks, I had to rewrite the whole script just so I could get him to have the girl. No, I'm I'm kidding. I, I had him I had him with the girl the whole time, but it's real sad. The only time Jonathan can get a girl is in a video. So <laughs> I think so. I Maybe think so. I think so. I think so. Well, Joe has been trying hard. He's been trying hard to 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 get a girl. He's not he's he, he's not been. But aren't but, you hey. supposed to be preaching today? Like. <laughs> Well, We're seven and a half <laughs> minutes into this thing, and you ain't you ain't even preach, brother. Hey, you're just meddling, let's, man. Uh, 
let's go Funny to the nutty. let's go. I mean, let's go into reality. All right, let's do it. God has someone planned for you, and planned for everybody. So maybe He's making you wait, making us wait, making Emery wait. Hey, you didn't have to go there, brother. Any single folks out there, single girls out there, Emery is ready. We'll have to his mingle. name and number at the bottom of the uh, of the screen. He's seven foot tall. <laughs> Yeah. Tall, dark. He's nice. He's nice, Barn. He's nice, Barn. Yeah. Is he handsome? He's nice. He's nice. Well, Joe, the truth of a conversion. Yes, sir. What changed when you got converted? Well, my attitude changed. My life changed. Most importantly, I mean, my eternity changed. And now I was saved at a young age. I, I didn't get into sin. I, I didn't get into the world. I did most of my sinning after I was saved. You know, sad to say, but though I was still saved at a young age, and I might not have folks would call a, a dramatic testimony like some others saved out of life of sin or saved out of life of drugs or alcohol or, 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 or things like that, but nevertheless, I still got saved. And I'm as much as saved as some as some drunkard when he got saved. I'm as much as saved as some person who was living in the world for 30 years uh, and I'm as much a saved as somebody who's been on, uh, on the front row of a church pew. And salvation is real. And it's real no matter how you look at it. Brother Emery, don't, don't you agree? I agree. You know, I had a very similar story. You know, I grew up in church too, and I didn't have much of a change. You know, I, I heard a preacher just this past week. He was talking about, uh, he, had a, he had a same story. He grew up in a pastor's church, and, mm. you know, he, he was making some jokes and making some funny things. He said, you know, he got to camp, and he was having doubts when he was a teenager because— he, he heard all these songs, you know, there's been a great, great change, change yeah. since I've been born. But he was like, it's been the same, same, same oh, since yeah. I've been. And, you know, I, I know a lot of people, they, they struggle and they have doubts with it. Sure. Though they make a profession when they were young. And I, I kind of had the same thing. Um, and then I, I really got things settled in sixth grade. That's when I, you know, really secured my salvation and, you know, got it figured out. Amen. But um, just like you said, you know, a lot of things change and the Bible became more real um, everything that I'd been doing in church, all the familiar stories, yeah. they just came a little bit more alive. Wow. And uh, conversion, it, it, was, it was great, man. Was great. You know, Brother Emery, last week was real special to me. Monday morning, I'm sitting at, at the gate getting ready to come to uh, Santa Clara, and uh, I'm sitting there, and I realize it's January 10th, 2022. And I was saved 12 years ago on January 10th, 2010. And oh, so I nice. just celebrated 12 years uh, being born again, wow. and it, it's it's wonderful, you know. That's it, wonderful. It, it kind of feels, it's almost like, you know, a, a second birthday is, is kind of what it is, and it's real special mm. being able to look upon. And I know some some of you may be listening, and you say, man, I, I can't remember the day I, or the actual date. I can't remember what month, or maybe I know it was a Sunday night, or I know it was in the summer, or I know it was at camp or something like that. You know, and the devil can use that. For a mm -hmm. long time, I didn't know the date. And the devil can use that, you know, to really discourage you and, and cast doubt upon your own conversion. Well, listen, folks, if you know that you know that you know and you have a place in your life and you can go back to that moment where you knew, mm -hmm. I mean, you, you realize I'm a sinner. I'm on my way to hell. But you you place your entire faith and your trust on Christ and Christ alone. My, my faith is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. Amen. I dare not trust a single, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. And, and if you have that moment in time in your life where you realize, yep, I'm a sinner, but I trust Christ. I invite him into my heart, folks. That's as real as it can get. Amen. That's Amen. as real as it can get. I'm looking forward to Brother Jonathan 
shedding some more light on this thing. Well, the gospel has been attacked. Yeah. The gospel has been attacked in this generation. Brother Emery, not, I mean, you see, the good news of Jesus Christ has been, you know, they're trying to change it. Mm. They're just trying to change it. Why do you see a lot of Christians who claim Christians uh, not really committed because the Holy Ghost is not in them? Yeah. And without the Holy Ghost, you cannot live a life that is pleasing to God. There's no no way. I was reading through the book of 1 Timothy, and Paul was writing to them, and, and he was telling them the preeminence of the gospel. Mm. The gospel was ever there. It, had, it is established, and nobody can ever change it. And today, I just want to give you a few things of a conversion, the truth of a conversion, and what we could see in a conversion. And how the process of a conversion takes place. Every conversion has the same process. Mm. There is no change in a process. It's always the same. Because it is the same blood. It's the same Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It is the same body that was beaten and bruised. It is the same King of Kings and the Lord of Lords who is seated on the throne. Yep. If you read throughout the Bible... It, 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 the process is the same. The steps is the same. From the book of Acts, I want to give you four things from the book of Acts, or five things from the book of Acts. Peter preaches a great message on the day of Pentecost. One of my favorite messages that Peter preached. I mean, a fisherman getting up there with the power of the Holy Ghost, preaching the gospel, and about 3,000 people getting saved. People, I'll tell you, the power of the Holy Ghost is nothing compared to any of the other powers that we see. The Holy Ghost was always powerful and is powerful. Mm. The first thing that I could see, if you could read the book of Acts, chapter number 2, and see what happened during, the, during that preaching when he did, the first thing that I could see is in a conversion, there is a confrontation. A confrontation of the sin. If a person is not lost he cannot be found mm. so he's got to be confronted and he's got to know that hey you're lost yep. you, you got to be found you're, you're living in sin you got you got to know a jesus christ you got to know that you're a sinner and, and there's no confrontation at all if you cannot tell a person that hey you are a sinner you need jesus christ how in the world are you going to get to the gospel mm. a person has got to know that he's a sinner you had to know that you were a sinner. He had to know that he was a sinner. I mean, I had to know that I was a sinner. I was preaching even before I got saved. I was going to church. I was in the ministry. I, I had to know. The gospel had to confront me and let me know that I was a sinner. Throughout the Bible, you see anybody who got saved, number one, there had to be a confrontation. Confrontation of sin. You're a sinner. And Peter here preached and said, hey, listen up, guys. Jesus, Jesus, the same Jesus who healed, the same Jesus who did good, the same Jesus whom thou, whom y'all crucified. He did nothing wrong, but you did. You crucified him. He died for your sins. There was a confrontation. And as soon as there is a confrontation, there's got to be a conviction. Conviction of acceptation that, yes, I am a sinner. If you don't accept that you're a sinner, you, you're not getting saved. 
Why do you need help when you know you're not looking for help? If I would just, Joe was just telling you, I mean, he was making fun that I was on the street begging. But if I would be on the street, just standing in a corner, who's going to come and put money? I got to do something to let them know that I need something. I, I need help. There ought to be a conviction. Yes, I am a sinner. It's lost. Conviction is lost. I'm telling you, Brother Emery, conviction is lost in these days. Where is uh, that old-time Holy Ghost conviction these days? No conviction. You're not getting saved without knowing you're a sinner. You're not getting anybody, you're not leading anybody to Christ without confronting them of, of their sins, without confronting them that because of their sins, uh, Jesus was crucified. Paul spoke, sorry, Paul spoke to a lot of people. He said, I am the chief of all sinners. He understood, he, he, his conviction, he, he was convicted that, yes, I am a sinner. A lot of times, pride comes in the way. A lot of times, feelings come in the way. A lot of times, opinion come in the way. A lot of times, our own thoughts and our own knowledge and our own wisdom comes in the way. I said, I mean, man's wisdom is foolishness to God. A man can, we just spoke about an airplane. Man could build an airplane. Man could go uh, up to space. A man could do a lot of things. Man, man could make, make them amazing movies. I mean, all that they do, the, the creativity that they have, he does a lot of things, yet fails to understand a simple gospel that there ought to be a conviction, there ought to be a confrontation. Peter preached, and there was a conviction in people. And then you, you could see, if you read this chapter number two, you should see after a conviction, there is a call. To get it, 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 the truth of a conversion is there's a conviction, there's a confrontation, there's a conviction, and there's a call. The Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Hey, hey if you have any other way of getting saved, I'm telling you, that's not right. There ought to be a calling, calling upon the name of Jesus Christ to, to save your sins. There was a calling. You read the text, you see, there was a calling upon the Lord Jesus Christ. If you see chapter number 2 of book of Acts, verses 38, the Bible says, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. There had to be a calling out on Jesus Christ. I cannot call out on your behalf, Joe. I couldn't have called out on your behalf, Emery. Nobody could have called out on my behalf. I had to call out the truth of a conversion. There's got to be a calling. There's got to be a calling. Out in the name, on the name of Jesus Christ. No other name in heaven or down below on the earth can save you except for the name of Jesus Christ. No other name. And then you see in the you see if you read that chapter after there is a call and after you repent after you call out for salvation after you call out for forgiveness I'm telling you there's a connection a connection that was broken in the Garden of Eden that that connection got back again the fellowship got back again the love between you and the heavenly Father got back again there's a connection you see in the Bible there's a connection I'm telling you boys I was uh, as soon as I accepted as soon as I called out on him there was was a connection. No more guilt in my heart. No more pain in my heart. No more sorrow in my heart because of sin. But I'm telling you, all my sins were washed away. Not in part. It is well with my soul. I love that song. 
not in part, but the whole yeah. is nailed to the cross. After that, there's a connection. You ask me, how is there a connection? Man, there's somebody from heaven who came to live into your heart. Man, the Holy Ghost came into your heart. I, I love that. Well, let me tell that again. The Holy Ghost. Yeah. I, I want to tell it again. The Holy Ghost came into your heart. There was a connection between you and the Father up there in heaven. Hey, the truth of a conversion is there's, there's a connection. The Bible says, you, you know, you, you can see the Bible, the Bible says, uh, chapter number 2, verses 38, again at the end, it says, And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. The truth of a, a conversion is uh, there's a connection. And finally, the truth of a conversion is uh, there's a confirmation. Once you're saved... You're always saved. Once you have the Holy Ghost in you, he's never going to leave you. That's why the Bible says, you know, the Bible says, I'll never leave you nor forsake. It's true. Yeah. The truth of a conversion is that there is a, a, a confirmation. Mm. Folks, there are 7 billion people on this world. Somebody told me it's 8 now. I don't know how many, how many people you know who are not yet saved. If this was not the process of you getting saved, if, if there was no confrontation, if there was no conviction, if there was no calling out, if there was no indwelling of the Holy Ghost when you got saved, if you don't have your confirmation that you're saved, I don't know. I, I pray. I pray and I hope that the truth of the conversion is being taking place according to the Bible. And if you know anybody who, who, who's still yet to get saved, I pray that you help them listen to this podcast. Jesus Christ died for you on that cross. And the Bible says he shed his blood. John 3, 16, For God so loved the whole wide world, that whosoever, no matter who you are, you call upon his name, and you will be saved. If there's anybody who's listening to the, and you know, you say, I wasn't confronted. And, and you say, no, there was no conviction. And you say, I don't remember calling out on the name of Jesus Christ. And you say, I don't know if the Holy Ghost is in me. I'm telling you, if the Holy Ghost is in you, you'll get to know it. You'll get to know it. And you say, I'm, I'm not sure about salvation. I, I, I'm not sure. I'll, I'll, be, I'll remain, be remain saved. I'm telling you. The Bible says, once saved, you're saved. And I pray and I hope that if there's anybody listening who's not yet saved, or you know anybody who's, who's not saved yet, I pray that you would help them listen. And I pray that you would take the Bible out yourself and show it to them. Amen. Thank you so much, Brother Jonathan. If you're listening to this today, you, you can't hear a clear, plainer uh, description of the gospel and a description of the truth of conversion than what you just heard. If you're listening to this today and you are struggling with this and there's an unholy feeling in your chat and you don't know that you're saved, feel free to contact us here at a word for the wilderness at gmail.com. That's the way you can email us. That's a word, the number four, the wilderness at gmail.com. Also, as I already said, please feel free to share this with your friends. Uh, somebody that you know that is not saved, feel free to share this with them as well and be in prayer that those that are listening uh, now or later on, they'll listen to this podcast. Be in prayer that they'll come uh, to the knowledge of the Savior as well. Thank you so much for listening today. Hope you have a great remainder of your weekend. Until next time, trust God and do good. We'll see you, folks. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to A Word for the Wilderness. 
Be sure to subscribe and tune in wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook to stay up to date with what's happening at A Word for the Wilderness.